those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy of the harvest, as people exult with the mighty plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the moves of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is made wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his king. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify for himself a people of his own, who are zealous for good deeds. Hear what the Spirit is saying.
breakfast service and got home, I looked at the temperature here and the temperature in uh, Laguna Woods, California, where my parents live, near Laguna. We were five degrees warmer. <laughs> We've spent Christmases in Southern California, had to adjust to that. We've spent Christmases in Muslim countries with wonderful Muslim friends who were very uh, generous to us. Italian friends separate, uh, celebrating with us Christmas as well. There were two things that were constant, it seems to me, as I look back on those Christmases. One was that we had family traditions that we maintained as we uh, went uh, all over the world, went to different places and experienced Christmas in such different ways. But we always had those family traditions. Both Lou and I have a Scandinavian heritage on one side of our family. So on Christmas Eve, we would manage to have oyster stew and somehow would manage to make lepsa, which is uh, white potato pancakes. Now, even in Turkey, we did that. And white was what was so important for Scandinavians on Christmas Eve. Growing up, we had ludicrous, and I won't even begin to describe it. <laughs> Those traditions were so important because they connected us with home. They connected us with our native home. But there was something else that I think was probably even more important. And that was going to church on Christmas Eve and hearing that story read again. That story and our story come together this night. And I think it's very important for us to recognize that in part, that is where the joy comes for us this evening. Well, this evening, I want to hold up before us two things that I think are very important for us to hear. But first of all, I want to make a clear distinction. The writer of Luke has provided to us truth, not fact, in this story. Because we know when we look back on ancient history, we know that the dates don't really line up, and those who were in power at a certain time don't quite fit. But what's important is the truth of the story, not the facts. Well, I hold up before you two truths this night. The first comes at the very beginning. The message of the angels on this night is simple. Do not be afraid. Many people today live in fear. And there seem to be those who are whipping up more fear every day. There's, of course, fear of terrorism what we hear most about, it seems. But there's also concern that goes to fear about losing a job or just trying to make ends meet or the fear that results from a major medical issue. There are plenty of circumstances in all of our lives to give us a lot to be afraid of. In the Gospel of John, we hear Jesus tell his disciples at the last supper, this is just before he's handed over to suffer and to die. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. A scholar who is one of our parishioners told me one time that another way of translating that passage from the Greek goes like this. Trust in God. Trust also in me. I think that's a very different meaning. But it comes from the Greek, and it's, it is a good translation of that Greek. When we translate it believe, we immediately start to think about, what is it that I need to believe? Or we have somebody tell us, this is what you 
God who is beyond us, beyond, is at the same time the God who is near. I'll say that another time. The God who is beyond is at the same time the God who is near. Jesus came into a world vastly different from our own, and yet not different in so many ways. He comes into this world as God with us, Emmanuel. And no matter what you or I might believe about him or about God, he is present with us. And perhaps it's not so much about finding a place in our hearts for him, but rather realizing that we have a place in God's heart. I believe that that is the source of the joy of this night. No matter who we are, no matter what our state in life might be, God has a place for us in God's heart. And it doesn't matter what we believe, but it matters that we need a relationship. It matters that we trust. And it matters that God can be trusted to be faithful in all of this. And I think that's worthy of all of our songs of praise, and perhaps even the songs of praise of choir and angels. Amen. Amen.
In thanksgiving for the birth of Jesus, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, In thanksgiving for our families and friends, for those with us and those far away, and for those who have gone on before us, let us pray to the Lord. Church throughout the world, for Michael, our presiding bishop, for Alan and Gail, our bishops, for all the clergy and all who minister in Christ's name, and for faithful people everywhere, let us pray to the Lord. For the leaders of the nations and all of authority, and for peace and justice in this troubled world, let us pray to the Lord. For the sick and the suffering, for the hungry and oppressed, for those in prison, and for those who suffer from violence and war, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Remembering in thanksgiving blessed Joseph and Mary and all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another to the living God through Jesus Christ and To you, Lord. Son of God, child of Mary, born in the stable in Bethlehem, be born again in us this day, that through us the world may know the wonder of your love. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always in you.
and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because you gave Jesus Christ, your only Son, to be born for us, who by the mighty power of the Holy Spirit was made perfect man of the flesh of the Virgin Mary, his mother, so that we might be delivered from the bondage of sin and receive power to become your children. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. and in him, 
In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
one, things earthly and heavenly, fill you with his joy and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you this night and forevermore. Amen.